0: and I am back with a brand new episode on this episode I'll be talking to Jade Lewis I think she's just so incredible let's go ahead and get started hey how are you hi
1: good morning
0: hey good morning (laughs) how's your morning
1: going it's really good Um, you know today's gonna be a chill day I'll probably just do laundry I want to make sure you hear me and my service is good Oh, no, you're totally fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're
0: fine. So I'm so excited to talk to you because, like, you're doing, like, a bunch of great things. So thank you for taking the time out to talk to me first off. <laughs> and you know, um,
1: I, it. I think your platform is awesome. I think what you do and you showcase these other women in the industry is great. I've been, like, following uh-oh. you for a... I think it's amazing what you do. And you built this oh, brand thank on your own. you. So and congrats on graduating! Thank um, you. I've followed you for a while, and you've been doing this for a long time.
0: thank you so much. Oh, <laughs> I um I would love to know first about the culture Collab, because like it's so amazing. Like you know the whole concept, but for those who don't know, like, can you tell me more about the culture Collab and why it was created and the purpose behind it?
1: Um, So the Culture Collab was created about a year and a half ago with one of my coworkers at BET Networks. We were speaking to our Mm -hmm. interns, and one of our interns went to school, I think in Spelman, and it was another one that went to school in Georgia as well, and they just lacked programs in the communications college, right? So a lot of these colleges, Mm -hmm. internships, and these connections that they're building is new to them and their schools can't really give them the support they need because it's not traditional major of science or, you know, biology or whatever else people normally major in. So I created this as kind of a safe space for them, a space where they could connect with other young people. We created it as a way for them to have a foundation that we didn't have So when I was their age, I was just as lost, and I figured it out by I was in the library for hours at a time mailing my resume to radio stations, hoping someone would just look at it. You know, I didn't have a group of peers that I can lean on who's also struggling with me and also trying to navigate through the communications field. So we built this as a foundation for them originally started, we did a couple of panels, and just seeing how open they were with each other about things that know, and, hey, I I work here, and I feel uncomfortable with things my boss says. How do I deal with it? And we had an HR panelist who was like, this is the steps you take to tell someone you're uncomfortable in the workspace, and just answering questions, things that people in the field wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. It was good I for think. them. Yeah. So yeah,
0: that was also, oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so that was just the purpose behind it. And um, going forward, we just want to touch on every aspect of communications. We even want to start touching on beauty and fashion and how minority women navigate through that field as well. So we just want to touch on different topics that, you know, we don't have that much of a presence in. Just help out.
0: I like that. And also, like, you know, in your opinion, how important is networking. And for those, you guys have a bunch of events. For those who are, you know, curious whether or not they should go, which they should, (laughs) why should they go?
1: Um, Well, there's been a couple of jobs that has been landed through the Culture Collab networking event panel. Um, It's just important. It's important to network sideways. I feel like, I think it was Issa Ray who once said, you know, a lot of people focus on networking with the people at the top. And the people at the top aren't the ones that are going to get you where you need to go all the time, right? It's the people next to you. It's the people struggling with you in class. It's the people struggling mm-hmm. with, you know, through internships. Those are the people that you're going to see in five years that can help you, who remember the work that you put in, who will remember your messaging and you know, the like everything you've been through in your journey. Those are the people that remember you. So it's important to come to these events because you'll meet people just like you who have the same amount of questions, who come from the same journey, and they they just want to grow. So it's a it's a mm-hmm. good
0: place. I also want to um, backtrack a little bit and, I, you know, to talk about, your journey leading up to now being a digital and social marketing strategist at Sony Music Entertainment. Like, from the, the beginning, how did it all start for you? Like, did you always imagine, you know, this career choice of being in the entertainment field? Like, how did it all start for you? Um,
1: I feel like the simple answer would be, yes, I've always thought I'd be here, but I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, see, I always knew I wanted to be in the entertainment field. I interned a lot. Um, in college, and one thing I do tell everyone in the Culture Collab and when I speak to younger people is to test out everything, okay? If you know you want to be in communications, try a label, try radio, try TV, try a publication so you know what you want to do when you get out of school, Um, and it's very important. I interned at a lot of radio stations, and I dreamed of being on the radio, and, of course, when you get into things, it's not what it seems so everything was like pre-recorded and you know it just it wasn't any live callers the things that I loved about radio was just connecting with the people it wasn't mm-hmm. like that um, so after that I interned at BT networks and I got exposed to marketing and I was great at it and I loved it mm-hmm. and I said this marketing thing it's amazing you now I could see mm-hmm. people through this this campaign, you know who knew mm-hmm. one I I could speak to four million people. So that's when I got introduced to marketing, and I loved it. After graduating, I didn't go straight to BT. I actually went to CBS News, and I did social marketing there. And it was it was different. You know, news is different. It's just a different field in general. And I got a call back from BET like seven months later, like, hey, we need you back. And I went back for like another three years. And you know, I've been ever since. Um, and now I'm at Sony Music. I got to the point of my career where I wanted to merge both loves. I wanted to merge my original love of music and radio with my mm-hmm. love of, and that's how I ended up here.
0: Oh wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. You went to Penn State,
1: correct? Yes, I went to Penn
0: State. Okay. Well, um, well that eliminates my next question. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to ask you, um, do you think that internships and mentorships are important? But definitely, I definitely uh, agree. Um, I think you answered my question for that. It was like, you know, yes, it's important. You have to network and whatnot, it's experience. But I also want to ask you as well, um everyone has their own opinions about school and college, do you think that having a degree is needed in order to succeed in entertainment or just in life, you know? Do you think that in your own opinions, everyone has their own views on it?
1: Okay, so um, I'm going to just <laughs> reiterate what you said. As far as having a degree and going to school, um, I think it serves its purpose. Um, Growing up, it was just something that I always thought was mandatory, right, like from our parents and them Mm -hmm. not having the opportunity to go to school and, you know, pursuing that, you know, it was always a given. Like, you go to school, you have the opportunities that I didn't have. You finish. And I think we were just kind of in a society where it was, you know, looked up upon that that is the ultimate goal to success. If you don't get that, then you won't be successful. And mm-hmm. I feel like now the society that we live in, we see success stories and business women and entrepreneurs that do it without going to school, right? So, mm-hmm. what I would say is, I do understand for the females and the women and young men out there who don't want to go to school, it's not mandatory. It's not how it was when we were growing up. But I mm-hmm. would say if you go to school and you do feel like that's your path and it will help you further your career make school work for you, right, because we pay thousands of dollars, like mm-hmm. tens of thousands of institutions, a business at the end of the day, and a lot of people forget that it's a business, and we have to make sure that we get return investment. So if you're paying $40,000 a year for school, make sure that they help you secure internship at the end of the year. Make sure that you're getting everything you can from that school's name. So if there's orgs in there that you want to join, you make sure that you're in those orgs. Get that return on investment. Meet the deans and meet everyone else you need to meet to return that investment. It's also in their best interest to work for you because you pay their salaries and you put money in their Mm -hmm. pocket. So Mm -hmm. um, I would say I understand that school is not in – the cards for everyone, and it's not the ultimate goal for success anymore because you can do it without it as long as you have your skill set and you know what you want to do. But if you do decide to go to school, just make sure you're getting a return on investment, and it's just not about the degree and finishing. Make sure you're mm-hmm. taking a step. Hey, this is my major, whether your major is health, whether your major is communications, that you're like, hey, I'm in a hospital every summer. I'm in an entertainment company every summer. And I'm making sure my school is helping me get placed there, right, because to be honest, I didn't have parents that can call up a friend and say, hey, can you get Jade in this company? So I had to make sure my school worked for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I-, I think, yeah, and I think that's important. I think a lot of people should look at school as an investment in themselves as well as just going for a degree.
0: I like how you put that because it is a business at the end of the day, it is. And so you definitely want to make it worth your while while you're, like, in school. So I definitely agree with that. And also I want to ask you as well, like, in your opinion, like, what separates you from others in your field and like, how do you build, like, great relationships with your clients and just people in general?
1: Um, I feel like what separates me from others in my field is research I feel like a lot of people want to be in certain industries and they don't even know who the key players are and what their journeys are and what they went through to get where they had to get. Um, A lot of people just think this thing is an overnight, you know, I'm going to start doing marketing and I'm going to be amazing and I'm going to work with, you know, future tomorrow. And it just doesn't work like that. You have to build relationships with people and it's very important in your career. And another thing that's important besides research is, fostering those relationships right any relationship mm-hmm. in life need to put work into it and you have to keep it active you know I'm not saying you have to hound anyone every week but every couple of months it's the holidays now reach out to people hey happy holidays just wondering how you've been you know let's catch up let's get coffee let's get lunch one of these days and just keep fostering those relationships because those are the people that will vouch for you when you're not around right and say hey this person's consistent in whatever they're doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: they may not know your day-to-day they may not know your boss or whatever you're going through in your field or even if you're happy but they'll say hey I know that this person's consistent because they always reach out to me you know a couple times a year just to mm-hmm. see how they're going and that means a lot so fostering relationships and just water making them you know keeping them stable and not forgetting about people that have helped you and you know that how you keep relationships going? That's how you build them and maintain them. Mhm. Um, I was. I was. Uh, so relationships are extremely important in research. For the younger people out there, research who has come before you, and research who's in your field.
0: Mhm. And also, um, I also want to ask you as well. So I know, like you. You definitely have worked so hard, which I love about you. Like, you know, what do you enjoy most about what you do? And what are you finding that's the most challenging, um, like, in your opinion? And how did you, like, overcome it? Because, like, the entertainment world, music industry, seems like it's somewhat male dominated. However, I'm loving how, like, there are more women. Entering and taking these um taking these positions, which is like so amazing, but how do you you know just you know just do what you do?
1: um I'm not gonna lie, so i'm I'm gonna say from my experience, I've always been one of few coming from BET networks where my company was previously eighty five percent black to sony music entertainment where i'm literally one of five black people like on my floor and i'm one of mm-hmm. two women and that was the most shocking like it was a culture shock in a way for me it was just like wow mm-hmm. i i it but what made it more satisfying for me is that i knew i deserved to be here i wasn't yeah interested. i was one of the few black women and When you speak, they hear you and they listen and they take your input. And one thing I would say for any women entering an industry that they think is intimidating or that they think is male dominated, understand they need you there, right? You're at that table for a reason and you bring everything to it and don't hold back. So I don't hold back in meetings and I don't hold back my thoughts. I don't hold back my ideas because I know I earned it and I earned the spot at Mm -hmm. this table surrounded by these men, and I'm going to tell you how I feel about this trend and researching this consumer and what the marketing trends are for for the music that urban people are listening to and why we need to be in these campaigns and doing these rollouts, because I know you need me just as much as I need to be here. So one thing Mm -hmm. I would... to women and as far as barriers and being intimidated is never forget your worth. We know our culture. No one can tell us, no company, whether it's beauty, music, entertainment, television, they can't tell you about your own culture. You're here for a reason. They want to know more about your culture. They want to know about your people, what they're consuming, and the trends. So tell them and educate them on our culture. So I would say that. I would say it is intimidating sometimes, and there are those moments where you go in the bathroom, and you're like, no, go back in there because you know Mm -hmm. why you're here, and bring everything to the table, and you tell them how you feel. Don't ever feel like you can't speak up or the room is too intimidating because you have all these men in there and all these execs, and it's like, no, I don't think that's going to work. And do you have facts? Always have facts to back up anything at work. So something may not, um, for example, at my job, it's 95% white, and I go into these meetings and I hear these execs talking about, oh, yeah, urban is the number one genre right now. And I'm like, yeah, we know that. And how do we speak to them? Should we do this? And how do, do we start a viral dance? You don't start a moment. You consume a moment. You see what's going on around these artists. And you see what's going on on Twitter and these networks with the kids because I do social media marketing. So I also mm-hmm. look at, and it's just important to educate them on things that don't make it forced. Nothing in our culture is forced, so I try to keep things as organic as possible and educate them and say, hey, we're not starting a challenge, but we will see what's going around this anniversary or this song. And if a challenge does happen, then we, you know, we hop on it. But we're not going to mm-hmm. be those. Trying to capitalize off of the culture because that's not happening not while I'm there. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I would say um, and uh, as far as a barrier, um, and something that I overcame in my career, I would say my biggest campaign. It wasn't here. It was at BET, and it was a new edition story, and um, it was a lot of pressure on that campaign. One of the big I think I was I had a four point five million dollar budget and that is a lot of money <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's a lot of money coming from execs who trust a marketing team to handle that amount of money to market to people. So I did everything from radio spots, T V spots, I did out of home. So every bus stop that you saw a new edition poster at, I put that there. <laughs> um <laughs> Was probably my longest rollout ever in my career. I think we started in, in Essence Festival. So I did a takeover at the airport in New Orleans. I did a party with Bad Boy. We did three nights um, of parties, partnering with Big Frida, Bad Boy, Sirach, And we did um, everything from movie theater screenings all summer. And the show didn't premiere until January. So Starting a rollout in June and July was huge at that time. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't understand that these marketing rollouts, sometimes you may not see a commercial for a show until two weeks before it starts. Like sometimes people's rollouts are like a month, two, three months max. And to start six months out, it was just a lot of pressure. And it was probably my most successful campaign in my career. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was something I overcame. and. I put that money and I made sure it was placed where it needed to be for everyone to see it and for consumers to have a good time. And I made sure that our messaging was right. I made sure everything looked captivating so people would want to come out and see it. And it didn't look corny. So, yeah, that was one of my biggest obstacles in my career.
0: That was really cool. And, like, is there anyone or, well, even now or, like, even growing up that, like, inspired you or currently inspired you? like to become this like amazing business person and woman that you are oh my god
1: um well first and foremost god and my parents um my parents are really really small country people so they Mm -hmm. didn't have anything so they came here to give um, my sister and I a better and they inspire me every day like just the guts to come to a new place and say I'm going to make a better way for my children and make sure that we both went to school and both got our degrees that inspires me every day. So mm-hmm. um thanks to my my family and God. Um currently I actually just came back from Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama inspires me so much.
0: Oh yes.
1: <laughs> One of the most inspiring things about her is she's not only a leader in her own right is that she's so supportive and she supported a man that ran the entire country and mm-hmm. in her built her own brand in her own name behind her man. And you know, it doesn't always have to be just a woman who's in the forefront as well because Michelle Obama inspires me, but there's also key players in my industry that I look at, like Erica Pittman, and she's a VP of marketing for comb enterprises and she works with Diddy. So she does all the marketing for Delion and Sarak and all those placements are her and she's very much behind the scenes. But one thing mm-hmm. I would is for also up and coming people who want to be in entertainment and young women out there, know the key players in your industry. Know at least three. You know, because at one at one point you'll even if you inspire to be better than them, they have paved the way for you to be who you are. Right? Because mm-hmm. All of those young ladies listening who say, Hey, Jay, what Jay does is cool. I think what Erica said is cool. And she's just the SVP at Home Enterprises, and she paved the way. She sat through these meetings, and she's fought for black women to be a, an exec in a face in marketing. Mm-hmm. It's important to know that. So I look up to people from Michelle Obama to the executives at Sony. The new ones, kudos to them because we had three new black executives start at Columbia Records. So even that inspires me every day, just seeing, you know, these young black people stepping into these roles and these companies, Mm -hmm. they're fighting because eventually I will be up there. And I thank them in advance for fighting for me and fighting for my voice. So, yeah. Oh, that's
0: really cool. <laughs> and also I wanna ask you as well, okay, so what advice can you give people out there who are struggling with the word no and they are letting that word no? Um basically you know, um bring them down and make them unmotivated. You know, for those who are out there who are like really scared of the word no and just wanted to go into your career path or just want to have a brand or business, what advice can you give to them?
1: Um, So the advice I would give to future entrepreneurs and business people about the word no is embrace it. It is probably the best word you would ever hear in your life, okay? And a lot of people take pleasure in hearing the word yes, but the word no is certain, and if you know that's not working, there's a way to make something else work, and I believe that. I believe that Mm -hmm. for a reason, and... And no, is actually a good thing, because that means you. There's no one way to get to a destination, right? Just because we mm-hmm. think the path is a certain way, it doesn't mean. I've had, I've heard so many no's up until where I've gotten, and I'm thankful for every no because looking back, I'm like that happened for a reason, right? Something you're being protected. Mm-hmm. From something, and maybe that path wasn't for you, but your just des- your destination will always be yours. So no is just a hump in the road for your ultimate destination, but you will always get there and never, ever get discouraged from hearing no. Don't ever feel sad about hearing the word no because every entrepreneur, businesswoman, businessman that you've ever seen that has become successful has heard no more than they've heard yes. Mm Hmm. Sometimes hearing no... Just means you have to prove people wrong also, right? so yeah, some, sometimes you hear the word "no, and you're like, "dang, I can't do it. you can do it. sometimes you have to show people that you can do it, sometimes you have to prove others wrong and still go like hold your head high and take that path that you were meant to be on,
0: so I, like
1: how you I put that yeah like no motivational word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely, and also last but not least, I want to ask you as well, like, you know, what type of impact do you want to make, you know, in the music industry and just in general as well, whether it's with your brand or just, you know, um, in music or what you do, like, or just overall, like, what do you want people to know about you or what do you want to leave behind?
1: Um, well, two things. One thing I want to leave behind with the Culture Collab is to help young people, if I can inspire and help at least, you know, 100 young people struggling in the entertainment industry to find their voice, then I I, I would feel accomplished. I would feel like I have done just do in life. I just want to help them because I didn't have that foundation. And, you know, I know there's other people with my story who are, you know, coming into something for the first time, and they have their parents in their ears, like, Communications? What's that? Like, what are you doing? What's, what? So, I, I know how it feels, and and I know what it what it feels like to be discouraged and have people doubt you and doubt your passion. So, keep going, and I'm here, and I have a company that's here to help support you, and you know, connect you with the people that you need to be connected with. So. That's one thing. Um, the second thing, marketing-wise, I just want to leave my impact and voice for minority people in entertainment and especially in music, um, being that I I would consider myself new in the music industry, not marketing, because I've been marketing for over five years now. But I want to leave my impact in the music industry as it it's not many of us present there. There's not many of us for the music that you guys consume and even if you don't know it I'm fighting I fight every day for our voice in urban music I fight every day to market to you guys so my, my biggest impact that I want to leave is just doing outstanding music campaigns for minorities um, and helping the youth helping them navigate through media
0: I just want to tell you, like, you definitely are inspiring people. And I think you are so amazing. Like, I really, really do. I've been following you for a long time. I'm like, dang, like, she does, like, a lot of stuff. And it's not like you just did it in in one night. Like, you have worked and worked and worked for it. So I think you're so amazing. And I just want to thank you again for taking the time out know it's holiday seasons. I really, really appreciate it. And I know you, like, have been so busy. So I just want to thank you again. Like, I really, really appreciate it a lot
1: thank you so much for having me and keep going your platform's amazing and i've discovered so many other women that are inspiring me as well and you're an inspire like you're an inspiration itself too just graduating and getting over that you know i can't i can't wait to see what you do next after graduating like oh, i can't thank keep, you you know i feel like you're going to just so many amazing things for the industry and for women in general, and just keep bringing that real journalism and telling these stories because people need to hear it, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you for the culture. I appreciate you for other young women out there, and you're going to do amazing things.
0: Thank you. And for those who have tuned in, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, you guys, I hope everyone have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and an awesome new year. And, you guys, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ms. Lashanta.